Illinois State University's president lays out the expectations for his new interim athletics director. That's one of the things you need to know to start your day for Friday, April 21st. I'm Ryan Denham, and this is WGLT's The Leadoff. Support for WGLT and WGLT.org comes from the Central Illinois Regional Airport in Bloomington with four airlines for business and leisure travel. Flying Sierra offers a nearby location for departures and arrivals that includes free parking. More information at CIRA.com. Now let's lead off with the director of the Normal Public Library recommending going ahead with asbestos removal that'll cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. As WGLT's Charlie Schlenker reports, that will trigger a special meeting to hear from an architect and environmental firm about the work. The asbestos is in ceiling tiles and structural fireproofing on the portion of the library built in 1973. A 1992 edition does not have asbestos. Library director John Fisher says any potential new library building is 8 to 10 years away. He says removal of the asbestos is the responsible thing to do for the public and for any future owner of the building because the fireproofing is cracking and separating from metal beams. I would say we don't know to the extent it's delaminating, except for where we have rooms which are not in the public, um, in the basement. We have rooms that don't have ceiling tiles, and we can see it because it falls on the floor. When that happens, we seal off the room and we call an environmental group to clean it. Fisher says the asbestos issue also prevents the library from replacing lighting and doing other upgrades. We're stuck. Um, We get comments from time to time about our Wi-Fi, about our computer access, and none of these things can be updated because a lot of that is with wiring and network work above the ceiling and we can't get up there. An environmental firm has estimated asbestos removal costs of about $300,000. Fisher says the library would also need new lighting fixtures, air ducts, a ceiling, portions of some walls, and perhaps new carpet as a refresh of the facility at the same time. There is no estimate yet on that work. And he says the project would dislocate the library for an estimated nine months. We don't have to move entirely, necessarily, um, but we wouldn't have the public in the building during the work. At least that's the proposal. The 92 edition is not part of the abatement, so it's possible we could work out of there if it were sealed off properly, but no public in the building. He says they would still do curbside pickup. The library would hold some events and programs outdoors if weather permits and could look at temporary quarters for some other functions. For the leadoff, I'm Charlie Schlenker. Here are some other stories we're following in the WGLT newsroom. Bloomington police say they have found the body of 39-year-old Melissa Ostrom, who was reported missing on Monday. Authorities did not say where the body was found and have not indicated a cause of death. The dean of Illinois State University's College of Education, Francis Godwill, will resign this summer after only a year on the job. He cited significant shifts in my family dynamics in a message to employees. And the city of Bloomington is partnering with a nonprofit called Culture City to help it become an autism inclusive employer. Culture City will work with city staff to provide training and materials to employees. You can find more on these stories at WGLT.org. New ISU Interim Athletics Director Jerry Beggs has a large set of tasks following the departure of Kyle Brennan under a cloud. In this interview with WGLT's Charlie Schlenker, ISU Interim President Andove Tarhule lays out his expectations for Beggs. Restore trust, make sure provide direction, you know, set the expectations going forward. Uh, 
reassure our students and uh, and our donors that uh, we remain in a very strong uh, position. We remain true to our values and uh, to our long uh, history. And that our students and coaches and staff, everybody remains um, extremely committed to to what we've always, always done as a university. How is an interim person, a temporary person, supposed to do that? What can they do in a meaningful way? Well, to my mind, who that person is, is important. If you look at Jerry Berg's bio, you know, she's been the far, the faculty athletics rep for 14 years. She's been on the NCAA committees and on the Missouri Valley Conference committees on athletics governance. So this is the body that envisions how athletics should be governed. And she's been part of coming up with that vision. So who better qualified at this point you know, in time to take that reins? Beyond that, she's also extremely respected, both as a faculty member and for her ability to relate with campus constituents, community constituents. I felt like appointing an individual with such uh, credentials and impeccable credentials in itself was an important part of the message. What does the next athletic director have to be able to do and what do they have to have in a demonstrated skill set before they set foot on campus? Let me take a little bit of a step back and, and be clear that we have a large division. 99% of our staff and faculty and coaches continue to work extremely hard every day doing all the right decisions. Uh, We've had, so to my mind, what we have here is not a broken unit. It's a unit that has tumbled. You know, we've made a number of uh, decisions that maybe uh, not quite to the high level that we expect. So it is a tumble. It is not a crash. You know, it's not a fall. It's not a situation where the division is broken and we need somebody to come in and fix it. You know, so the sky is not falling. So I think what we need to do is to hire an individual who knows their job, who has uh, the level of integrity and is forward-looking and support and compassion uh, for our student athletes and is able to be an advocate for our student athletes who thinks and puts their welfare first and who is able to connect with the different constituencies you know, that uh, athletics must deal with, donors, alumni, students, faculty, uh, and, and the community at large. ISU Interim President Andave Tarhule says he wants the campus to be involved in the hiring of a new permanent athletic director so that the process will likely happen in the fall. He spoke with WGLT's Charlie Schlenker. Before we let you go, ISU's Gamma Phi Circus will perform its big spring shows tonight and two shows tomorrow at SefQ Arena. Tomorrow's matinee is preceded by a carnival for kids. And that's it for today. I'm Ryan Denham, and the show is produced by Colin Winkleman. You can subscribe to the Leadoff Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or the NPR app.